bhakti uh, is tremendous that bhakti should never be damaged bhakti should never be stopped uh, because if it stops then the ego can come inside and problems can happen so bhakti is essential now the word bhakti really means love it's it means love for god love with the glory of paramatma in the mind that is love that, that is bhakti. That's a basic definition. Now, how to do the bhakti? Because there is a sadhana aspect to it. Sadhana is the doing part of it. Just like right now, we just heard and we spoke the Om Ganganapate Namaha, 12, the mantra for 12 minutes. That is a type of bhakti where we are where we are listening to the mantra as well as speaking the mantra. So it can, that can fall underneath, and if you look at the nine forms here, that can fall underneath Archana. I'm sorry, that can fall uh, underneath Kirtan, Kirtan Bhakti, even Smaran Bhakti. You know, it depends on the bhavas inside. So I want to just go through these carefully, just so it's clear to all of us what the nine forms of devotion are. They are called Navda Bhakti or Navavida Bhakti. And the and they are also called the garland of nine gems navaratna malika it's a very beautiful uh, beautiful sanskrit uh, word there navaratna malika how beautiful that is nine forms of devotion so in the Srimad bhagavatam which is the bhagavat puran remember bhagavat puran is different from bhagavad gita bhagavad gita is 700 sanskrit verses Srimad Bhagavatam is the 18th Puran with 18,000 Sanskrit verses. So people get these confused between Bhagavat and Bhagavad Gita. So Bhagavad Gita is 700 Sanskrit verses. Srimad Bhagavatam is the 18th Puran written by Ved Vyasji. And in the Srimad Bhagavatam, these nine forms of devotion are described. And the, and the actual sloka is, Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnu Smaranam Padasevanam Archanam Vandanam Dasyam Sakyam Atmani Vedanam So those are these nine forms. Now what are they? The first form is Shravan Bhakti. Listening to ancient texts. Shravan means listening to the utterances of the enlightened sages. Right from the Vedic tradition, Vedic time, Vedic Kal, Jotha, till right now. There is a massive history of enlightened sages teaching the Brahma Vidya, Atma or Paramatma ka Gyan, jisko kehte hai, aur uska sakshatkar kaise ho sakta hai. That entire lineage is over 10,000 years old. It's probably even older than that. So to listen to, for example, Ved Mantra is to impact the body and the mind with the mantra. That's one, the mantra part is there. Listening to the teachings of the sages 
who are enlightened in the whole history. Listening carefully is Shravana. Bhagavad Gita, Ramayana, the Ved Sutras, so many scriptures, different commentaries. And listening in what sense? As a bhakti towards God. That this is all the glory of the Brahman and the Parabrahman. Atma or Paramatma ka mahima hai isme. So when we, for example, listen to the various verses from the Bhagavad Gita, we are having inside the mind the devotional bhav for Sri Krishna or for Paramatma or for the Goddess or for a particular Guru because the truth that is resonating with us is what we want to get to but that Shravan is listening now this is a big thing I want to just talk about only this today Shravana is so huge because this is not done usually. Even we think we're doing it, but it's not actually doing it. The problem is we have too much other noise inside the head. Our own opinions, beliefs, so many things are like all the time obstructing. Real Shravana is listening without all the background noise to be open completely. Allow whatever is coming to sit. Don't judge. Don't judge it. And particularly if it is coming from bona fide uh, spiritual texts, uh, which are like which are which are time tested, that this is you know this is the right approach to take, like the Bhagavad Gita or the Brahma Sutras or the commentaries by Adi Shankaracharya or the Vachanamrutam or other different scriptures that are bona fide in the sense that they are spoken from realized saints, realized beings, and when we listen to them, to be very open internally is the key and with the attitude that the listening itself is a devotional sadhana See, this is this is very interesting listening to katha katha meaning the, the talks the pravachans but with what attitude one is listening there are many expounders on many scriptures in the world but if sachin is listening to say well okay i want to understand something i want to understand okay that's fine but that is not bhakti. We can listen to Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, different acharyas, different gurus, different pravachans. In the thousands, they are there. And just on YouTube, there is no limit to what is there. But, but if you're listening just for information, just for a certain intellectual understanding, that's an intellectual exercise, fine. No, but that is not bhakti. bhakti That is just an intellectual information that one is trying to gain. That's all. Shravana as a bhakti is a whole different matter. If someone is reading the Bhagavad Gita, listening to the Bhagavad Gita, for example, with the attitude that the words are spoken by Paramatma and therefore my own inner development and internal internal uh, mananam and internal uh, opening into the Atma and God, then that becomes bhakti. It becomes bhakti because of the attitude and the bhava inside with which this is listen that with which we listen to the scriptures so that act of listening has maximum benefit based on the intention of the listening why am i listening you see so for example if we listen to one of the gurus that are on youtube now there's so many that teach about advait vedanta 
about the Atma and the Brahman as being one, which is, there's, obviously there's truth there. There are so many different teachers, different sadhus, different gurus, different contemplators. But if the intention is, oh, Sachin really wants to realize the Atma and realize that it is one with the Akshara Brahma, the absolute reality. I want to realize that, if that is my intention, that I will be listening with that intention and also with the bhakti bhav, because we are in the body consciousness, so we have bhakti bhav towards the four different images and different different incarnations of God to bless us with Brahma Vidya. For example, in the Lakshmi Sahasranam, one of the names of Sri Lakshmi Devi is Brahma Vidya Pradayini Namaha. She is the giver of Brahma Vidya. So when we pray to Mahalakshmi, please, oh great goddess, you please bless me with the Brahma Vidya, then that, that is a bhav with which we are listening. It, same thing is true with the different gurus. Somebody might be attached to Shankaracharya, or Ramanujacharya, or Ramkrishna Paramansa, or whoever, or Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, or Prabhupadji, or in the Swaminarayan tradition, there are so many guru, guru paramparas are there, even today, 40 different paramparas are there. So many are there. And in the in this in the various sampradayas that have that have come out in in every part of India, there are over thirty thousand sampradayas in India right now that are all Vedic in they have their origin in the Vedas. Thirty thousand plus sampradayas are there. That's the beauty of the Sanatana Dharma. It's not homogenized. It's so diverse that it is so open. It gives opportunity for every human being to discover truth with this multitude of possibility. So that bhava, that openness is provided in the culture and that is the shravana, listening to the scriptures, the sages. But the act of listening, the intention behind the listening and the respect for those who are teaching, in Srimad Bhagavad Gita, there is a verse tat vidhi pranipate na pariprashnena sevaya. Sri Krishna is telling Arjuna that if you are looking to get that Brahma Vidya, and of course Krishna is right in front of him, but it is about recognizing first an enlightened being. The, oh, there is something here that I, I can gain from, I can evolve. So there is a tat vidhi pranipate na. Pranipate means a respectful, like a hum, humility towards the great gurus. Pariprashnena, ask the questions, that is dialogue. You know, the word, by the way, the word Upanishad, if, I don't know if you know what it means. Upanishad means to, Upa means to go near, Nishad means to sit near. Sit at the feet of the enlightened guru. So the guru has state is realized state. The shisha is coming who is not realized. And the Guru is going to take that Shishya to that enlightened state where he is, he or she is. That is called Upanishad. That's the meaning of the word Upanishad. So when the Bhav is there that I, I am going to awaken myself, the Guru is not the goal, nor is the scripture the goal. Even no sadhana is the goal. The goal is realization. The, go, the goal is just is the realization of the Atma and the Paramatma, Atma Sakshatkar, Paramatma Sakshatkar, or Bhagwan Narayan Ka Sakshatkar, Dheyo Narayano Hari, as I mentioned before, Vedvyas Ji had mentioned this, 
that uh, after looking through everything, there's only one conclusion that God is the only goal in life and keep attention on God. Everything else comes and goes, which we talked about before. So in Shravan Bhakti, there is actually an incident of Prithu Raja. Prithu was one of the kings uh, that is described in the Srimad Bhagavatam. He was a devotee of Bhagwan Vishnu and he was so awakened from within, he prayed to Bhagwan Vishnu to give him 10,000 years so that he can constantly drink the nectar of listening to the glories of God. See, what does that mean? There are states of realization as we go further in, in our connection with the, with, with the Paramatma that there is what is some, something called Sadvasana. Sadvasana and Asadvasana. Vasana is of two types. Asadvasana and Sadvasana. Asadvasana is <clears throat> Kaam, Krod, Lob, Moham, Matsar, Trushna, Irsha, Ahanka, Raag, Dvesh. Ye sab kichar jo hai. That is Asadvasana. Isme koi prakar ka anand nahi. Isme dukhi hai. Purna dukh hai. Aur khas to Kaam, Krod, Lob. Ye jo teen hai. Bhagwan Sri Krishna kehte hai. Ye to narak ke dwar hai. You increase these three, it is a wonderful way of opening the doorway into narka, into the hellish states of mind. It, 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 so that is, that is asadvasna. Or sadvasna me kya hota hai? Sadvasna hai bhagwan ka mahima samajna, bhagwan ki bhakti karni, bhagwan ka anand lena, ye sab sadvasna hai. Aisi ichha hoti hai that we can, that we want to awaken from within. That is the mumukshabha or usme ananda ki prapti hoti hai. Wo sadvasna hai. So shravan bhakti, the first one, the shravan bhakti is actually the first bhakti because that is the beginning in bhakti. You know, people think they're doing bhakti just by going to temples and doing some rituals and all that. That's, those are all good things. Nothing wrong with any of it. In reality, if one is actually serious about becoming a devotee, jo bhakta, bhakta banna hai, paramatma ka, the Shravan Bhakti is essential. And in the Shravan Bhakti, the glory of God, the bhav that I am listening to the glory and, and drinking the nectar of that, that is called Shravan Bhakti. And in the Shravan Bhakti, what it does is that it enhances the other eight. It is an enhancer. So Shravan Bhakti always needs to be done. If, 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 if one is deficient in Shravan Bhakti, even if one is doing the other eight, uh, other eight, they will begin to diminish if the Shravan Bhakti is not there. It is a re-energizer. That is why we constantly keep um, remembering and, and going further and further in, into learning new things, listening to new ideas, connecting them together because that brings about beautifully our it develops our understanding or yejo parton is isko kehte gnanaush gnanaush it means or gyanabodh there's actually this uh, this adi shankaracharya scriptures are there called tattvabodh you know tattvabodh is there we'll go some in the future sometime i don't know when that will happen but <laughs> we'll get to all those beautiful things bodh means what it is, a, it is a teaching that erupts from inside. So, Shravan Bhakti jo hai, isme se kya hota hai? Isme se gyan ki prapti hoti hai aur vairakya ki prapti hoti hai. 
So Gnan and Vairagya, and of course, the enhancement of the other eight forms, uh, other eight types of devotion, which we'll talk about later on, this happens through Shravana Bhakti. Very, very powerful. The act of listening, even in the teachings of Jay Krishnamurti in his talks, which I refer to quite often because there's so much beautiful stuff that he's talked about. You know, to be able to listen without bias. Now, who's every guru has really talked in their, in their own way. They use different language. Can we listen without any kind of distortion or internal bias? That's just our normal communication, normal listening. But Shravan Bhakti is even beyond that. It is listening, of course, without bias, but allowing the teaching to absorb inside our buddhi, inside our mind, inside our intelligence. That is the pragna. Sita pragnasya It leads to the sita pragna state. The sthita pragna state is not something that it just happens by the snap of a finger. No, it is a development from within. Isme shakti ka sancharan hota hai. Isme gyan ka sancharan hota hai. So you are, you are holding within. See, in, in Vachalamrutam, Sajanan Swami Maharaj, who is known as Sri Swami Narayan, he has mentioned in Gujarati language, ke je satsang ma varta che e dharvi and vicharvi. What does that mean? Whatever talks are going on in satsanga, Hold them inside and think about them. Think and contemplate and hold inside. Generally what people do, they listen to some bhajans, kirtan, some talks, they like something here and there. It goes in, they're, they're not holding it inside. It just goes out and then and then mind goes right back into the, the vortex of the sansara. We are living in the sansara, so we have to live in the sansara, no problem. Sansara is not the problem. But if we hold inside, the satsanga teachings and contemplate out them inside dharvu and vicharvu in Gujarati language. Iska dharan karne ka aur uska manan karne ka. That happens by shravan. And when you start doing that, now this, the, all the gurus, their te teachings, the avtaras, God, whatever is external that we are seeing be comes inside of us in subtle form, in the mind, at the mental level. And if we don't do that, then it is then the mind is already conditioned into the into the three guna sattva guna rajo guna tamo guna it's already conditioned and, and and just revolving there only so we are trying to awaken out of the three gunas into the gunatita state so that gunatita state if that is the goal if we want to realize infinite joy infinite ananda these the, the brahma vidyas for those who want it in gujarati language again sajanand swami he said jene bhare sukhni you know so we have some sukh in this world right swarga has even greater greater sukh but the the divine bliss of joy of god is beyond any limit right so so if if that is what we want then we can actually Hold the satsang inside, the scriptures inside, the ideas within. And, and it is an internal dynamic. It is an internal relationship with the Ishta Devata. Bhakti mein kya hota Ishta Devata hona hi chahiye. Jo bhi ho, Lalita Devi, Lakshmi, Lakshmi Devi, Bhagwan Shankar, Sri Krishna Bhagwan, Jesus Christ, whoever it might be, Allah for the Muslims, for the different Guru Paramparas, the Gurus can also be like in the form of Ishta Devata. Some people believe that way. But it should be bona fide, it should be something genuine. So, 
if that is there, ishta means your 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 internal um, concentration and your your attraction is towards the one form. If you know, people say I just worship all forms, that's not you cannot worship all forms of God. You select one, who's ishta, or usme depth me jana. Or jab depth me jayenge koi bhi ek form me, then the then the truth begins to awaken. Otherwise, you cannot capture depth in any one thing. That's the beauty of the sampradayas in India. And see, they're called sampradayas and not cults or not, uh, you know, some people think of them as cults and all that. That's not what it is, actually. They are to, there to capture depth. You have to capture depth somewhere. Like somebody goes to, you know, Cornell University, Harvard University, and starts undergraduate studies. They have to stay in that one university to capture depth. They cannot jump from one class to another, one university to another every other week. It doesn't work that way. Isiliye, one Ishtadev, one scripture, the mantras that are associated with that, and the gurus that are associated with that. Or Hamaro jo man hai, iska sub link, this is a linkage of these, of these points. The one Ishtadevata, one main scripture, the mantras associated with it, as well as the different gurus. And then when we connect this way, in that one pointed focus internally, all of the other scriptures and the other incarnations and everything connect, cross-connect within that, that focus. I, I hope that point is clear. Anybody who has captured depth in religion or spirituality has done this. If, you, if we don't do that, we will never capture depth. If you look at anybody who has evolved further, they have captured depth in one scripture. I, I, I can show you person after person who has done that. And somebody who has not done that will remain scattered. So, adhyatmic marg mein ek shastra pakadna. Doesn't mean you're not reading other things. No, I'm not, don't, don't mean like fanaticism, you know, kattarvad, not that kind of thing. Ek shastra, ek ishtadevata, or ek, unka jo, unke jo mantra hote. And then stay with that and go deeper into it. Like take for example Ramayan. There's the Tulsi Ramayan. Even Tulsi Ramayana, Valmiki Ramayana, those who are in the Tulsi Ramayana, they go deep, 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 deep within that. And, you, and, and then the, the joy and everything begins to evolve because you find, find that depth within, in one scripture. It depends what attracts you. Some people like the Purana, some people like the Gnan scripture. There's no end to it all. So, I just wanted to just introduce this slide here today. And talk about Shravan Bhakti. Shravan Bhakti is very, very powerful. You know, if, if we are listening to the talks of all the sages with a devotional attitude and also with the with the with the intention, with the prarthana, that let the teachings awaken from within. That's what this is all about, actually. That if you hear something, what is the resonance within and what awakens from within? Oh, those are those flashes of joy. And then, and then, of course, we'll talk about this tomorrow. The, the Kirtan Bhakti, tremendous mahima is there. It changes the brain and awakens the brain. It does so many different things. You know, so Bhajan Kirtan, and then the fact is, this is interesting. Again, in Vachanam Ruth Garada, Ante section number nine, I believe, Maharaj has stated in there, that these nine forms of devotion, if, if one revolves in these nine forms, one changes one after another, one after another, and it remains like that, day after day, day in and day out, while doing the duties of the world, then one gains total 
कंट्रोल एंड परव्यू ऑफ द माइंड मन को मन उसके हाथ में वश हो जाता है नवदा भक्ति से इतना पावर है इसमें हम जो कहते हैं ना हमारा मन हमारे वश में नहीं है जनरली तो वश कैसे हो सकता है हाउ कैन कैन वी विन द माइंड नवदा भक्ति नवदा भक्ति इज द मोस्ट स्ट्रेट फॉरवर्ड अप्रोच कीप रिवॉल्विंग इन वन ऑफ दिस नाइन और स्टार्ट डूइंग दैट मन का सब कंट्रोल आ जाता है और मन का माइंड बिकम्स इंटरग्रेटेड माइंड बिकम्स वेरी हार्मोनाइज एंड सेंटर्ड अराउंड गॉड और उसका जो भाव है मन में जो भाव है ना इट गेट्स कलर्ड बाई दी बाई द फ्रेग्रेंस ऑफ गॉड वेरी ब्यूटिफुल इफ यू हैव लाइक यू नो ट्वेंटी रोज इन यूर हैंड एंड यू आर होल्डिंग दम रियली टाइट फॉर लाइक टेन मिनट्स एंड यू पुट ऑल द रोजेज डाउन यू स्मेल यूर हैंड्स इट वो स्मेल लाइक रोजेज सिमिलरली आर माइंड इज लाइक दैट If we are holding the Paramatma through the nine forms of devotion again and again, our mind will be coloured by bhakti. And Ram Krishna Paramahans has described that also, and all the great sages have descri- described this. So, this me, बहुत बहुत सुंदर बात है. So we will uh, uh, stop this exposition here.